Shomalechem Rabotai, a gudvach, a shvuatov, a chodesh tov. It is the last day of Nisan, the 15th day of the Omer, and the first day of Rosh Chodesh. And God willing, today we are finishing the Kilayim in the Mishnah Yomi. Tomorrow we start Shvi'it in the Mishnah Yomi. We do have free pocket-sized Mishnayos available in the front of Suburban Orthodox in Baltimore. Please feel free to come and take. We are in the ninth parak of Kilayim at the ninth Mishnah. Levodim Asurim. Levodim is felts. Felts that here are pressed together with wool and linen fibers pressed into a felt. Yoneshem Shu'im. Because they are shua, they are smoothed together into a felt. Recall yesterday we said shatnez. This weird word shatnez is an acronym. Shua tavui venuz. Um, which means really smoothed out, combed out, or spun, or woven. Now there's a machlokas rishonim we said yesterday, if it's and or or. If there's an iser derisa, if you do any of these things together, or you need to do all of them together, or as the Taisus explains, you need to process the raw woolen linen into fibers and then into threads and then weave it together to get the Isser Darais of Shatnez. So it's a, the Rishonim differ in how exactly to understand what the implication of Shatnez, Shuat news really means. But here we're saying it's Usser and perhaps only Usser de Rabbanan because they're merely smoothed together out of raw fibers into a felt, not spun, not smoothed into, fi- into fibers and made into strings and then woven. Mishnah continues, Piv shel tzamer b'shel pishtan oser, a border made of wool that's being used as a border around a fabric of pishtan. So you made something out of pishtan and you don't want the edges to come unraveled, so you add a border onto it that's made of wool. That's oser as shatnez. You cannot wear this. It surrounds around the weaving. So this border is going around the edges of the woven linen. And it basically retains its strength and becomes part of it. So even if it's not literally sewn onto the linen, but it's being used as a border pressed around the linen, it would be usr. It combines as kilayim. These belts made of purple wool. Argaman, recall, is one of the types of fabric used for the Big Day Kahuna. And it was made of purple, dyed purple wool. It was dyed in the wool there. Why? Because when someone's making such a baggage, it's like a like a bathrobe or some kind of robe, some kind of cloak. And this mashicha is the belt around the cloak, or around the bathrobe. And when he puts the belt in, he is molel, he bastes it. So he puts a little stitch there to keep the belt attached to the robe. You'll see this some bathrobes have like a, a shtickle belt loops, but in the back they have a stitch where the belt of the bathrobe is stitched onto the robe. So that's the same idea here. So a belt of argomon, of purple wool, since it's wool, it can't go on a robe of linen, since it does typically get attached to it in some fashion. Uh, and it, it, so you, since the belt's attached, it's it's kind of one garment together, and it's shutnez. Uh, there's an interesting halacha, kind of halacha lamaisa here. The shulchan aruch in uh, Yoridea Shin, uh, halacha dalit, it says, so you could wear one chaluk is like a robe or a shirt that's of linen and one of wool, even though there's a tie, even though like you button the suit, for example. For example, he's talking about a case of wearing a shirt of linen and a suit jacket of wool. Even if you button the suit jacket or you've tied it closed somehow, you could still wear this 
even though you'd have to untie it to get out the linen garment. Or similarly, if you had a tallis cotton, your, your talit was wool, and you're wearing that underneath your shirt of linen, and then you button the shirt closed, you have to unbutton the shirt to kind of pull out the tzitzit, perhaps. Uh, so he, he says it would be mutter to wear two garments at the same time, but the Ramah disagrees, and he says, for instance, you can't wear two pants. Like, you couldn't wear long johns that are wool and then linen pants that are linen, because you can't take off the outer one without taking off the inner one. But to to halukim, to cloaks, maybe you could take off the inner one without the outer one, and it wouldn't be an issue. So this Mishnah with the belt reminds us of that. It kind of becomes one garment. It's an issue because you can't really take off one without the other. So Maisa, it's a machlokis mechaberima about, uh, for instance, wearing a shirt underneath a jacket and one's wool and one's linen. Well, if you could take off the inner one without the outer one, Ramah would say that's okay. The Shukarach says even if you couldn't, it's still okay. The Mishnah continues, Lo yikshor seret shel tzemer b'shel pishtan. He shouldn't tie a strip of wool to a, to a strip of linen. This is again on his belt, lach gorbo, to tie his belt closed. Et uh, motnav, to tie around his waist and make it a belt. Afal pishur tzua b'emsa. Even though there's a leather strip in the middle. So they say even if you have like a leather belt, and the way he buckles the belt is there's a little bit of wool and linen on the ends, and he ties the wool to the linen. By tying it closed, he's making a shotness. Mishnah Yud, the last Mishnah, Mazel Tov, Otot HaGordin, the letters of the weavers, the Otot HaKovsin, and letters of the launderers. These are like dry cleaning tags. So they might be sewing a letter or a sign. Ot can be a sign, it can be a letter into the garment to identify whose dry cleaning it is or whose um, whose suit they're they're sewing or weaving or something like this. It's like a simon to identify who's whose and they, so they might sew using pishtan or tzemer in the opposite mean. This is asoros mishim kilaim. So you couldn't wear this until you ripped out those identification marks. Uh, we've talked about on Shabbos, it seems typically dry cleaning tags could be considered bottle to the suit. Um, so they could be taken out on Shabbos, but sometimes they're not bottled. If someone's makbid, there's a discussion there in Hilchus Shabbos about removing dry cleaning tags before taking the suit into a rabim. Missionary continues, If somebody combines wool and linen with one stitch, so the needle goes into the wool and then into the linen, and then he's done. That's just one stitch. It's It's not a real attachment. He's just put a string through two distinct items. And it is just with one stitch, one in, one out. It's not considered kilaim. Hashom to b'shabes potzer. Somebody who rips out such a stitch on Shabbos, it's just a single stitch, or it's sometimes called a half stitch. He's potzer. He hasn't really done anything because they weren't really legally combined. Asa shnei rosheha litzad echad. If he puts both ends to one side, so what he's done is he stuck the needle into the tzemer, and then out of the tzemer into the pishtan and then out of the pishtan, and then turns it around and goes back through the pishtan, and then through that, and then back through the tzemer. So then the needle and thread is coming out the side it originally came in. So this is a chibor. This is called two stitches, or a full stitch. There is kilaim here. He's gone in one side, and then all the way through both materials, and then back through both materials, and out the same side he came in. This is considered a legal stitch. Somebody who rips out such a stitch or undoes it on Shabbos, he's chayev, he's legally separating, he's, he's korea, he's, he's really done, he's doing a malacha. 
You need three stitches. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you need to go in side A through both materials, then turn it around and come outside A through, after going through both materials, and then turn the needle and thread around again and go through both materials again. So you'd have what's sometimes called three stitches or one and a half stitches. So Rabbi Yehuda says you need that much to make it really a chibber. And something made of sock, it's like sackcloth, like a bag, and the kupa, like a box, is like some sort of uh, box that has a like a linen lining or something like this. They can attach, they can be mitzvah. They can they can join together to make something kiloim. So he's, for instance, sewing a sack inside a box, and the box has linen as part of it, and the sack has wool as part of the, part of it, and he's combining these two kalim, these two items, even though only part of it is wool and part of it's linen, it still joins together for kiloim. So Mazel Tov Rebosai, Baruch Hashem, we finished Kilaim and tomorrow starts Shviyas. It's amazing time to learn Shviyat because it is Shviyat. It is the Shemitah year right now for, for a few more months even. So we will have Baruch Hashem learning about something that is Halacha Lama'aseh and a very important, important part of you know the, the mitzvot that are Tuluyot on Eretz Yisrael and a very important part of Yeshua of Eretz Yisrael. So we're going to see, be able to see some Halacha Lama'aseh. So Mazel Tov and I look forward to learning with you in Shviyat.